Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? It's been 84 years. Bruce Lee, man. You're back. You're back, man. That's what we've been waiting for. You're back, bro. My bro's back. My bro is back. No, sir. You know. You know I wasn't lying when I said I was going to the Cabo. We have liftoff. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 194. You thought it was never coming, but we have delivered. We're back. It's here. Remember when we were like giving the countdown of how long we had left until we got to episode 200 and we're like... You know, as long as we don't miss any, we're going to be there super fast. And, and what are the odds that we miss one or two? Yeah, it turns out the evens um, proved that we were going to miss one or two. Or I always forget about the evens. Or something like that. I think about the odds. But we're back. Never the evens. And I, I can explain. I can explain why, why we weren't here. It was my fault. She uh, went to Cabo? I did not go to Cabo. Sold all of our I things. Wish Honestly, I went to Cabo. That uh, would have been way better. It was a challenge to get all of this podcast equipment back <laughs> after she sold it all. And I was like, Rebecca, that wasn't even yours to sell. Like, I actually own all okay. of this stuff. And she sold all of my mm. things. No lie. I did take all the equipment with me to my location, packed it up in a suitcase, and took it on the airplane. I expected security to stop me and ask what was in my suitcase mm-hmm. because it probably looked weird. Nobody asked me here in Kansas City, but on my way back when I was leaving, the airport stopped me and said, Whose is this? You said, <laughs> I raised my hand and, and that's mine. I kind of started laughing because I knew I was waiting for it. And they said, Is that a soundboard? And I said, Yeah, that's my radio equipment. Nice. Did you say with like a, like a smirk or like, did you raise your I was kind of chin up a little? I was like, kind of smug. I was like, that's my radio equipment. I mean, like it's not a big deal. Does anybody want to ask me any questions? Yeah, I'm on the radio. Like it's not a big deal. Like whenever I go out of town, like I can't really take any days off. So I have to like pack my own equipment. By the way, that is my own. I did take it carry on equipment. and protected it. Though I did have to have a strong man help me hoist it into the overhead bin because it it was quite heavy. This is not that heavy. What it's like? Well, but I had everything. I had the mic, the, the board. I had the laptop. I had the arm. I had all the cords. You know, and you put all of that together. It started. It got. It got heavy enough that when I tried to hoist it in an overhead bin, I was I didn't quite make it there all in one shot. Were you embarrassed whenever that happened at first? No, the guy was super nice. Like super, like he jumped up real quick to help. Oh, okay. He yeah. saw you struggling. Well, yeah, and a it, damsel it, in despair. He was underneath where I was struggling. <laughs> oh, so it was more of like a to protect his own his head. head. Yeah, I got you. He I saw it you. coming down on him real fast, mm. and then he was like, "Why is that so heavy?" And then I told him, and then That's he did not stop talking equipment. to me the rest of the flight. Really, he was super nice though. But I should probably explain. Like, I should probably go back to the beginning. Because now we've kind of jumped like partway into it. Right. Yeah. So how long of a flight is it to Cabo? Well, okay, no. No, guys. If you were paying attention to social media, Nathan kept posting that I was in Cabo, which I was not. What? I, I was in like a warmer location, but not Cabo. It was Georgia. Why did you tell me you were going to Cabo? I didn't tell you I was going to Cabo. Why did you tell me you were going to Cabo? <sighs> okay, guys, I left real, real quick sometime last week. I'm not even going to try and say what days things were because it got real blurry there for a while. But my mom and dad got sick with the Rona. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 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 interesting. I was going to say funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, I work for a news radio station, in case you didn't know. And before the pandemic was actually a pandemic... We had some expert of some kind on that said, this pandemic is about to hit and every single one of you is probably going to get COVID. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, should we cut this guy? Like, should we let him keep talking? This seems outlandish. 
that he's saying every one of us is going to get COVID. Like nobody in the United States has it. Aren't we like jumping to extremes right now? So then this last weekend, I was heading to Georgia to take care of my parents who were both sick at the same time with COVID. And my parents are like the people where you're like, yeah, if they get sick, this isn't going to be good because my dad has. All, they are old as frick. Oh my gosh! Well, they are they're ancient. They're my parents. Hi, Wes. And you know, hi, Laura. If if Rebecca is as old as she is, and they're her parents, they have to be. I mean, the number, like, what even? Can 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 a human count that high? So without getting into details, my mom is really prone to getting pneumonia. My dad Were they born in AD has, or BC? My dad has other underlying like health conditions that could make this go bad really quickly. He he's a really good candidate for this not turning out well for him. So as soon as we found out my parents had COVID, which was on a weekend, my sisters and I started discussing like what what should we do? Because none of us live near them. They live in Georgia. I live in Kansas. My other sister lives in Washington. And the other one lives in Cyprus, which is an island close to Egypt. Mm. Off the coast of Egypt. Wait, where did you say your other sisters live? Washington. Okay. Washington State. It's the state. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Somebody asked me that the other day, and I didn't know. So mm-hmm. Battleground, Washington, to be exact. Nice. Um, so we began discussing how we should help them. My parents kept saying they were fine. They didn't need any help. Their issue was complicated a little bit because they were being very charitable to a man who had just had his leg amputated. Here's the thing. He didn't have one leg and then his other leg got amputated. So he, he didn't have like two legs. He had like, he had like a half, he had like a half and a third. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I don't know how to else. To, he was missing a foot on one leg and then up to the knee. Anyway. Okay. So, so they have were, you question. Uh huh. Have you ever seen um, the, have you ever seen the procedure where they take off like part of the leg and then they take the foot and reattach it further up, but backwards. I have seen that. And yes. then they put that in like the prosthetic and then they use their foot to, to control the prosthetic. Okay. So anyway, that's, that blows my mind. My parents Who were, be, thought were of being that, charitable you know? before they had COVID and decided to take this man in and take care of him. He, he didn't have like a, a good place to live in and now he's in a wheelchair. And anyway, they were being charitable, but then they got the Rona. Ugh. Um, and so they needed to get this guy who also had diabetes out of their house. So he didn't also get the Rona. But they couldn't find a place for him. So my parents end up getting real sick. And then they have this guy who has a freshly amputated leg staying in their house. And my mom is supposed to be taking care of him, but she can't even take care of herself. So the okay. situation like went to bad to worse real quick. The yeah. way you just described that guy, though, kind of sounds like it's just some dude who has an amputated leg. Like he has the no, leg has two part. amputated legs. He's got two legs. I just I just explained the whole thing. Where did he get those? One leg is one leg is gone up to the knee. The second leg is is the foot is gone. Who where who whose legs are they? <laughs> just some guy with two amputated legs? Okay. Oh my gosh, I don't even understand what you're saying. Anyway. So the situation gets real complicated. Both my parents are very sick. And I know that they're not going to tell me they need help. So my sisters and I had been talking that at the point that we need to go help them, we're going to make that decision together. That we're going... You stop with the dramatic music. I think this helps. I think this helps people understand this is a serious situation. So my sisters and I decided together it was time. So I booked the flight at night after I got off work and was literally leaving the next morning. So like I had to move real quick to get there. I'm going to try and talk like at a different speed than this music is playing. <laughs> it's, it's gone. It's fine. Pepperoni says, let's de- let's debate about vaccinations. No, Ooh, we are back and we're on hot. We are topics. not debating about let's vaccinations. I thought that said, let's debate about vacations for a second. I thought I had at least one person convinced you went to Cabo. Mm-hmm. 
So I board a plane to head to Georgia for my parents. I, I'm flying to Atlanta. My parents live like three hours from Atlanta. So I tried to book a, a rental car so I could drive from the airport to their house. But here's where things got challenging. There's a rental car shortage, and there was absolutely zero rental cars in the state. How is there a rental car so- shortage? Where did they go? Where I, they all go? I guess it's from the pandemic. I don't know the details. I just know there wasn't any cars. And we literally called everywhere. You think people weren't renting cars during the pandemic? So rental car companies started selling off their rental cars. And now that people are traveling again, now they're like, they don't have enough cars to keep up with a sudden influx and in, in travel. I, I don't know. That's my, I just that's knew my that thoughts. I didn't have a car. And so that's what I think happened. Like I left and got on the plane. I had a plan to get to Atlanta, but I I didn't know how I was going to get to my parents' house. And I was like, well, I could take an Uber. Yeah. That would probably be expensive. $3 billion and probably. I wasn't sure if like an Uber would want to drive three hours. I was also feeling a little uncomfortable with riding with a perfect stranger for three hours. Well, if they're a perfect stranger, then you have nothing to worry about. <sighs> um, Webb says in the early days of the pandemic, the rental car companies reduced their inventory. Now it's hard to get new cars. I nailed it, dude. I'm a whiz kid. I should be on like friggin' uh, Rush Limbaugh or something. Uh, Glenn uh, uh, Greenback or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, Glenn Beck. Okay. So I don't know. That's the only two big radio people I know. They seem pretty controversial. So I get to the airport. And maybe maybe not alive anymore. Is Rush Rush still is gone. Okay. Rush is gone. Rip in peace, Rush. So I get There to is a job stop. opening, is what you're telling me. <laughs> no, they actually filled. Are you kidding already? Well, I mean, I know on our station, we replaced the time slot with something oh, else. Oh, come on. That's we insensitive. You guys are so insensitive. Anyway, Nathan, I'm never going to get this story out. Well, that's fine. We have uh, uh, 48 minutes left. I was gone for a really long time. At least 48 minutes? So I told a story about getting on the plane and talking to the guy the whole time. The guy was from Germany. And if you remember Bob Hawkins, who had the really funny laugh that we had on the show right before him and his wife moved Mm -hmm. to Germany. Still need to get a hot hot key of that. Yes. This guy reminded me of him. And so even though I don't normally want to talk to anybody on a plane flight, I was actually kind of looking forward to like curling up by the window and watching a movie. Okay. Yeah. Um. This guy talked to me the entire time, and I was kind of okay with it because he reminded me of Bob. Did he have a German accent? No, he did not. He, was he from Germany? Um, no, he was not from Germany. He was stationed in Germany, but his grandpa died. So he came back to Kansas for his grandfather's funeral and was getting ready to fly back. So he's a guy from the military who was stationed in Germany that reminded you of Bob Hawkins? Yeah, because Bob's stationed in Germany. Yeah, are you sure it wasn't just Bob Hawkins? It wasn't Bob. It's been a while since you've seen Bob. Would it you even recognize him if well, you saw him? Well, if he... He would have laughed, and I would have known it was Bob. Oh, because it would have reminded you of Bob. It definitely wasn't Bob. Are you sure? When was the last no, time you heard Bob's laugh? because he told me stories about his family. Here, here was the really interesting part of the conversation. He was talking about uh, wanting to retire. Like, in the next three years, he's going to get out of the military and retire. Mm-hmm. And he was thinking, you know, what do I want to do? And he was telling me he's been, like, working with computers I can't remember if he said, like, he was a computer programmer or something like that. But it it wasn't anything that he's passionate about. But he was like, but it pays the bills. So I guess this is just what I'm going to do the rest of my life. And so then I, like, started talking to him about, like, well, what do you really want to do? And so he got into, like, what he, like, talking about, like, this is what I'm actually passionate about. And honestly, I cannot remember what he said he was actually passionate about. But we started talking about like jobs that were in like that department of what he was passionate about. And he's like, you know what? I might do that. I've got three years before I'm about to retire and I might start making plans to go that direction instead. So if I could change the trajectory of this guy's life on a plane flight to Georgia to help my parents with the Rona, Mm -hmm. mission accomplished. Yep, and you actually, know that wasn't the mission at all. But hopefully, I had a, some sort of a positive impact because he'll probably never see you again. <sighs> yeah, if you did have a positive impact on his life, mm-hmm. then he might remember you forever and be like, "I've never seen that lady before." 
That was probably just like an angel, you know? A lot of people think that when they meet me. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably be like, that was probably, <laughs> that was probably just an angel sent down to set me on a different course in life. Huh. Wow. Little does he know. It's quite the opposite. Okay. Continue. Speaking of angels. So I I go to try to get an Uber. Yes. So I, I ring up an Uber and it says like, okay, your Uber driver is going to be there in five minutes. Like they accepted this three hour trip real fast. It was somewhere around $200. Whoa. Yeah. But I, that like, that was my only option. Also, I did not tell my parents I was coming. My parents had no idea I was on my way to see them. So the Uber driver pulls up and it's a woman, which I was relieved that I was about to drive three hours with a woman. Like that, that just like brought me a little bit of comfort because even though there's a lot of safety features with Uber, mm-hmm. I wanted to take a nap Sure. while, while we were riding yeah. and that made me feel much better about it. So I get in the car. She's from Jamaica. So she's got a really cool Jamaican accent. And she was just a very, very kind human being. You think she was an angel? I think she was. So she was, she was She was asking me, like, why I was there. I don't really think that she was any, an angel, but she was a very nice person. Mm. And I, I think that um, she was in the right place at the right time. All right. What? Continue. So we're, we're on our drive, and she didn't talk too much. And, like, she was really, really kind, mm-hmm. and she drove well. Okay. Like, she didn't almost get in an accident or anything. How, how was the traffic on this car ride? Traffic was pretty backed up, but it was okay. And I was, like, really, really exhausted. And you have to keep your mask on while you're in the Uber. Man. It was also really, really hot that day in Georgia, like, almost 90. And she didn't want to run her air conditioner, so she just had her front windows rolled down. And, like, the back windows were up, and, like, I wasn't sure, you know, should I mess with the controls in somebody else's car? I don't know. It got pretty steamy Mm -hmm. in the car, though. And with the mask on, I thought I was going to die for a little bit, but I didn't. I lived. And then um, I finally rolled down my window, and she didn't correct me, so I got lots more comfortable after, like, I decided to take control of my own situation. You want to roleplay this whole car ride? No, because I'm the, almost done with the I'll car be the, ride. No, but I'll be the driver, and you can be you can be the uh, the person in the back. Who is that? Me. Yeah, you can be you, and okay. I'll be the driver. Okay? okay. All right. So I pull up. Hi, are you uh, Rebecca? Yep. Let me just confirm that this is your license plate number, and okay. it is. So okay, open up your trunk. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put my luggage in the back. And okay. All right. Shut the door. That was the door shutting. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Here, we'll try this. Ah. All right. That was a good door. I'm in the car. All right. <clears throat> it's pretty far, uh, pretty far Uber ride. Yeah. Are you okay taking me this far? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. D- um, did you need to, like, stop and get snacks or anything or... No, no, thank you. Thank you for offering, like though, ride. because that would have been a really kind thing for somebody to do is offer for, like, stop and get something to eat. But you just want to get there probably just as quick as possible. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Let's let's just go ahead and keep on driving. OK, well, if, if it gets like too warm or something, just let me know. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up, because I never know what to do. But I'm good at the moment. Yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah. Are you OK if I eat in your car? Uh, yeah. What are you eating? popcorn yeah that should be fine um i think i have yeah i have napkins in the in the glove box if you need them so just just let me know okay is that that's your phone oh that's your phone uh sorry excuse me i have phone call hello this is jerry from so-and-so correctional facility. Are you ready to take the call? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am ready. I am ready to take the... This is... Jerry. From so-and-so correctional facility. Are you ready to take the call? Yes. No, she actually didn't take the call, but that did actually happen. Did it really? Yes. (laughs) Somebody from the correctional facility was calling, and she was, like, trying to deny the call. 
and it wouldn't hang up so it just kept ringing back and ringing back and then just kept Ugh. saying jerry and then she's like nervously like i can't take that call right now like she's singing it i can't take that call right now i'll have to call you back tomorrow like she's not Aww. actually talking to the person but she's saying it out loud because i think she felt incredibly uncomfortable with the fact that the correctional facility was calling while she was driving somebody an uber yeah that's and i was like listen i didn't say this out loud but i was thinking like no judgment a lot of families have somebody in a correctional facility we all have that family member right right uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I was like, I do not think less of you because you have a family member in the correctional facility. So, girl, keep on driving. We're all good here. Did you tell her that? No, but I was thinking of it. Oh, I just okay. pretended, you know, like it didn't happen. And she pretended like it didn't happen, which was a lot of um, things that I did on this whole entire mm. trip was pretending things didn't happen. Speaking of the trip, let's get back to uh, role playing here um, right We're after the phone. role playing? Okay. <laughs> Um, is it hot in here to you? You know, actually, it's pretty steamy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. I really thought I was going to die there for a little bit. Yeah, I no, know you said you... earlier to say something, but I just was really nervous and I didn't want to no. say something because it's not my car. And yeah, I know if you're comfortable, right. I could just yeah, well, deal with being uncomfortable. And just, I'm so yeah. thankful because you're driving a long ways and, and you haven't sorry. been like talking a ton. So. Well, yeah, I was just, I was, I, <laughs> I start daydreaming, right? And then. I just I completely forgot th- forget that there's even somebody in my car. Uh, yeah, kinda, that explains why you kept like swerving back there. Sometimes, uh, well, uh, occasionally I'll forget that there's somebody in my car, and then I will look in my rearview mirror and I'll see this random person. I'm like, like ah! <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can roll down a window if you'd like. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Okay, so we get to my okay. Can you please wow, the weather, roll the windows back? The weather outside is really nice this time of year isn't it okay back to the normal i'm telling the real story it feels so good do you ever okay be honest i know you're in, we're both adults do you ever like make a hand dolphin while you're driving like if you roll down your windows <laughs> okay so <laughs> you've ruined the experience <laughs> i get i get to my mom's house and here's the really cool part Every night I had been doing like a video chat check-in with her because I didn't believe that she would tell me the truth about how she was feeling. Uh-huh. So I thought if I did a video check-in, I could see how she was doing and how my dad was doing. Right. I did it at 7.30, like every single night. Well, I arrived at her house at 7.30. Ooh, nailed it. So instead of going inside of the house, I sat out on her porch and I called for a video check-in. And so... I'm like, hey, mom, how are you feeling? And she's like, oh, I'm doing okay. Still just really weak. And I was like, oh, it's just still not feeling good. And she's like, no, we still haven't gotten this guy out of our house and just can't take care of him. And I feel really The guy with two legs was still there? uh, Well, I mean, he was missing part of his legs. I thought he had two legs. I thought that's what was weird about him was that he had two two legs. (laughs) Anyway. Like, where do you even get two legs from? Anyway, I am on FaceTime with my mom and she talks about how she's like really frustrated because there's so much laundry that needs to be done and she's just so weak that she can't do it. And I was like, well, I should come. I should come help you. And she's like, oh, sweetie, I, will, I don't even have any place for you to stay. And I knocked on her door. And I was like, I'm here. And she's like, what? And I, and I t- like turned the camera so she could see that it was like her front door. And she's like, are you at my house? And like all of a sudden I could see like her face just light up. I actually have a video that I Aww. can show you, but I don't have any sound. So that won't translate well on this podcast. But um, or did I send it to you already? I don't think you sent okay, it to Okay, I'll me. show it to you later. Anyway, so she opens the door and like she covers her mouth because she doesn't want to get me sick. Like she's immediately like panicked, but like so excited to see me. And I was like, you know, I'm about to dive into full on COVID all this week or for the next month. We didn't know how long I was going to be there. Gave her a big hug. And then my dad, like he hears me and he like makes his way out to the living room and he's like, Hi, and then he turns around and he goes back in and, and lays. <laughs> That's back how I down. felt too when I had COVID. Yeah, so 
now I won't go into all of the messy details. I will tell you now my mom has a lot more energy back and she's like on the road to recovery. And I would say my dad is lagging behind a bit, but he is doing okay. But like some crazy things happened while I was there. Um, I don't know how like water pressure and stuff works in neighborhoods, but in my parents' neighborhood, they have what's called a pump house, like at the end of their property. And it like pumps water to all of the houses in their area. And some people came, officials came and turned up the pressure in the pump house. Well, my parents have two water heaters and it raised the pressure on their water heaters to like 200 pounds or something like that. Apparently they were about to explode like a bomb. Oh. But we didn't know that. Instead, they were pumping out water like crazy, like out of the overflow because of the pressure that was in them. Uh-huh. So my parents are horribly sick. Their their basement is like flooding. Oh. And so I had like five gallon buckets of water and we couldn't bring anybody in the house because they were still contagious with COVID. And so for days, every 30 minutes, even through the night, I had to carry out five gallon buckets of water on each water heater to um, dump the water so it didn't overflow into their basement. Now we got smart and I shut off the water on one water heater so then it was coming out double time on the other water heater. But at least I was only like handling one water heater. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Jeez. Um, so that was a little stressful. They finally hit like the 10 day mark where they weren't contagious. And we were able to bring somebody in that was able to fix the water heaters. That's when we found out that they were about to explode like a bomb. And they put a, a pressure gauge on there so that they... They didn't pour out water anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So that was that was really interesting. But otherwise, I just like ran errands for them, ran to the store because they couldn't help make them food and help to take care of this guy who <laughs> eventually did leave, but not before my parents had a major confrontation about how he needed to leave. Oh, my gosh. Imagine kicking out a guy with no legs. Oh. <sighs> Not like he can kick back. Okay. Okay. Poor guy. Ben said they should have shut off the water on both units. You need hot. should have just shut off the water on both until you needed hot water. See, there was a problem with that, though. It would have just exploded. Like, by allowing the water to come out, it kept the pressure down. That's what kept everything from exploding. Because the water just kept coming in? I mean, yeah, it's a water heater. It just refills constantly. Right. And heats up and then you use it and it refills and. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I I'm mean, not, I don't know exactly how gonna... all this works. I just know that we needed hot water and that's how things were happening. Well, I mean, people went a long time without hot water. So need is a strong word. Mm hmm. But I got to be I got to be a good help. Um, the day I realized I was coming home was uh, my dad went out to go fishing. Yeah. Like just got up one day and was like, I'm going fishing. And I was like, Mom, so, are, are you OK with that? You're like, you're OK with dad going fishing? She's like, I'm just glad he's not laying down right now. And I was like, he went from like laying down all day long, like not being able to get up to like one day going, I think I'm going to go fishing. And like, was he weak? Yes, but he was going fishing. And I was like, stronger than a I guess, fish. I so. guess he's going to make it. And I don't, I guess they don't need me anymore. But I was mistaken because my mom thought I was staying for a whole nother week and ordered some furniture that needed to be put together because <laughs> she was hoping that I would put it together for her. What a mom. Which is what thing. I was doing while I was there. Like I put together some shower rack thing for her while I was there. And so she's like, I ordered this from Amazon today so you can put it together for me. And then I left. And the next day she's like, that cabinet arrived. Suck it, mom. <laughs> she's like, it took me eight hours to put it together. That's fine. You know what? She needed to be uh, up and about and have something to do. So, 
Ben is saying opening the valve in the bathroom would relieve the pressure. I don't know what valve you're talking about, Ben. I should have I should have known to contact you. When I was having issues, I should have been like calling Ben to figure out how to fix this so I don't have to take out buckets of water every 30 <laughs> minutes. I was I was in it though. Like I was I was buried no, man, in were, all of it. And in this whole time you were also doing your full-time oh, job. Oh yeah, I was working, which this job is like pretty, not this podcast job, but like KMBZ is, is very demanding during the day. Like my husband takes care of me and makes sure I eat mm-hmm. because I, I don't get to like step away very often. I'm pretty locked in. So I was trying to take care of my parents and myself and work and their water heaters and their dog. And then one of their dogs needed to go to the vet in the midst of all of what? that. Did yeah. you take it? Yeah, and oh, the vet okay. was closed. The vet's wife, it was the vet's wife's birthday. What are the odds? I had to drive through the mountain, like over the mountain and through the woods. There's mountains in Georgia? Are you kidding me? I've never yes, been. there's mountains in Georgia. Beats me, man. Anyway, get to the vet's like 40 minutes. Wait, I minutes. thought there was an ocean in Georgia. No, I mean, on the coast. They but, have mountains and a coast? We were what is this, California? Inward. We were inward north. Is Georgia just the east we California? way north. Anyway, so took took the dog to the vet, and I get there, and there's a sign on the door that says, closed for my wife's birthday. And I was like... That's so sweet. Also incredibly inconvenient. So I drove the dog all the way back home, and my mom just gave the dog some medicine that the vet had given her for last time, and just, to, just tied him over for a little bit longer. He was chewing on his butt. I think he had, uh, I think his glands needed to be expressed. I think they were a little clogged. And so he was chewing on his butt because it was bothering him. What kind of dog was it? Uh, a, I don't know if I can say it on here. Dachshund? A, a Shih Tzu. Oh, yeah. No, you can't say that. That was close. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing you didn't um, Ben say says the water faucet is a valve, so I could have just. He's saying, he's saying turn off the water going into the tank, and then to relieve the constant pressure, you would turn on the faucet in, like, the bathroom. Okay. And then it would just psh, go straight down the. Next time I know. Yeah. Next time I'm in the situation, Come on, Rebecca, I know exactly dummy. what to do. I, uh, you know what I would have done in that situation? Huh. I would have called my dad. You should have done that. He probably would have known. He was in bed. Upstairs, really. Not sick. your dad. I said my dad. I oh, wouldn't. Why I would I call your dad? dad? Yeah, well, like I thought we were like a comparison thing. No, anyway, I said I would call my dad, so and you should have called here's my dad. The other thing, it started out one water heater was leaking, and then pretty soon the other one started. And the way we found out was because I woke up, and I walked out of my room, and the carpet was wet. Oh. And I didn't want to my parents to worry, so I just started like. Well, I started cleaning up the water, but I had to suction all the carpets. Mm-hmm. Like I had just woken up. Yeah, that's not a great. Just thing to wake up to. woken up, and then I had to move all the stuff out of the basement area and suction the carpets, and, and then I had to make it to my meeting on time, mm-hmm. my virtual meeting. Anyway, also my daughter had homecoming while I was there. This was probably the most traumatic thing for me. I mean, okay, the fact that my parents were sick was really traumatic. But, but they have no idea. Me being away from home, this is what made it the most difficult, was my daughter had homecoming. We had gone the weekend before and got her dress. It was too long. I altered it for her on Sunday night. I believe it was Tuesday that I flew out to Georgia. But I was so sad I didn't get to be there for homecoming. And she's like, but who's going to take good pictures of me? And I'm like... Dad, and then we were both like, "Yeah, you're just not gonna have good pictures this year." Um, and so while she was getting ready for homecoming, I like sat in my room alone and like was on Facetime with her. And so I talked to her the whole time that she was getting ready. I know the lights just popped on behind us. So I talked to her the whole time I was getting ready, and then she's like, you know, has her dress on and everything. She looked so pretty, and then she's like, "Okay, mom, I have to go." And I tried not to cry, but I did. I cried and she started crying and like, I was like, okay, like you need to pull this together. So she hung up on me and I was like bawling. Oh. But I was like by myself in my room, I'm crying and my mom knocks on the door and I'm like, oh my God. 
Gosh. I don't want her to see that I'm crying because I don't want her to think like that she was a burden or, or anything for me to come out and take care of. And so I'm like trying to like dry my eyes real quick. Mm. And she walks in. She's like, hey, I was wondering if you could go pick me up a taco salad. That sounds good. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, not a bad call. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'll go get you a taco salad from where Taco Bell. Oh, that is a bad call. It there's, is there's a bad so call many... because they don't have taco salad. Yeah, anymore. what the heck? Why Why would you get a taco salad from Taco Bell anyway? Your mom is insane. She they lives, have chalupas. Why would you get a taco salad whenever chalupas exist? Like nothing else around there. And anyway, she wanted a taco salad. The woman had to eat for days. And so finally a taco salad sounded good. I was going to go get her a taco salad. You know what you should have done? What? You should have gotten a, a regular taco, just poured out the contents into a bowl. So... um. She could tell that I was crying. It was obvious. I knew she could tell that I was crying, but neither one of us said anything at all. So I, before I went to um, go get her Taco Bell, I drove to the grocery store parking lot, which was across the street from Taco Bell, and I sat in the car and just cried it out for like... Oh, you do it. Like, I just bawled for like 10 minutes. Still had like, some to get out. Well, it had been a really overwhelming experience. Like, I just up and left like out of nowhere and I had no idea when I was coming home and at this point where I'm like crying about my daughter going to homecoming I still didn't know if I was going to get to come home that week like the 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 major point that we were looking for was the weekend because if this was going to go into pneumonia it was going to happen most likely over the weekend Mm -hmm. so we just we really didn't know what direction it was going to go or how long I was going to be there and I had like kept all of these emotions pent up the entire time and all of a sudden like that was the moment where it was like everything was like coming out like I just cried it out and then tried to dry my tears up the best I could and I went to Taco Bell they did not have a taco salad but they do have protein bowls so I just got her one of those did you ask them just to put a taco inside of the protein bowl and the protein bowl is just like an off-brand Chipotle it's kind of weird though right that they couldn't just make a taco salad? Well, you needed to have like the edible taco bowl though. That's the no, point of like what? the taco salad. The edible bowl is just an inconvenience. Anyway, I got her the protein bowl. And you know, things got better from there. And then I left. I think mm. it was like on Tuesday. I left. Yeah. Came back home. And then set up all my equipment at home and started working from home again. So I only missed two days of work. Because my two travel days. Which isn't bad. I mean, let's be real. How many people would actually like work during that time? Most people would be like, hey guys, family emergency, I got to go. I had a month of sick days. Um, so technically I could have just taken sick days and like not done anything except for take care of my parents that entire time. But we are so short staffed at what? work right now. We're super short staffed. Like they would not have been able to function without me there. Dude, who cares? I care. Then that's the problem. I care. I I didn't want to leave them short-staffed or even shorter-staffed. And so I worked and I took care of my parents. They don't deserve you. There were times I didn't eat because, like, by the time I got done working, it was, like, so late at night that I just went to bed. I did the first night I was there. I cried myself to sleep. Really? Yeah, which I texted you about. Yeah, you did. Yep. (laughs) It was really hard. When was the last time you had cried yourself to sleep before that? I can't even tell you the last time. Did it feel good kind of whenever no, you woke up? No, it was, it was so depressing. And then um, that Friday night, like my family does a lot of fun things. And that was like a really depressing Friday night because we weren't doing anything fun. My parents had COVID. and But the, I think they wanted to do something. So they both came downstairs to their TV room. Mm-hmm. And they were like... They had just heated a, a, a potato up in the microwave, and we all had microwaved potatoes for dinner that night. What is it with your family and potatoes? They felt like a potato. What is wrong but with you But they microwaved the potato. It was no Jason's Deli potato. And then, <laughs> this is like, this is such a parent thing. My mom was so excited to show me that they have Pure Flix, which is yeah. like, all Christian movies. It's basically like the Christian Hallmark channel. And so then they start watching like 90s Christian movies, which 
Ooh. are super I mean Christian movies are cheesy. Yeah. 90s Christian movies are beyond beyond cheesy. It just blows my mind that Christian movies are as cheesy as They're they are. So I get it. It's like a production so cost thing and everything and so bad. resource thing, but like the Bible is so gnarly. How why are and they these all these movies cheesy? are so bad. I mean every once in a while there's a, a good breakthrough one, but man it's few and far between. You know what so, they need to do? What? They need to make a Voice of the Martyrs and a Tropic th- Tropic Thunder uh, a mix. So it's like like t- it's like missionaries and martyrs, but it's got like that Tropic Thunder uh, comedy twist. You could even get like Jack Black and Robert Downey Jr. Maybe Ben Stiller in there. So here's where it got real depressing. My mom was like, let's... I think that'd be a good let's show. Let's watch this one. So we'd start watching it for five minutes. And then she'd be like, this isn't good, is it? And I didn't want to say anything. Like, I was going to be like, yeah, what, whatever you guys want to watch. Mm. And then I was like, yeah. And so she'd start watching another one. And about five minutes in, she's like, mm, I don't like this one either. So then she would choose, and we did this several times now. I think, you know, we're about 20 minutes in to 90s Christian movies, and we've only watched the first five minutes of all of them. So she lands on a fifth one, and I was like, where's that shower caddy thing you wanted me to put together? So I just sit on the floor and start, like, building stuff while mm. they're watching their movies, and that was my Friday night. Doesn't sound too bad. It sounds like, uh, you know. Like it was back in the day, except instead of Legos while your parents are watching TV, you were putting together a shower thing. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, how long can I do this for? Like For the full length of the movie? If, no, like, if I have to stay here for a month. Oh, you could put together a lot of stuff. Also, there was, like, no Target. There's no Walmart in this town. All there was was a grocery store. This doesn't sound like California called at Ingles. all. Ingles. Ingles? Ingles Grocery Store. Like, it uh, was a decent grocery store, but... They had Ingles and they had a McDonald's and a Taco Bell and I think that's about it. Um, hmm. Yeah. That sounds lame. Here, here's what got me through all of that and uh, this is not going to be spiritual at all in any way. Um, I got a bar of soap my mom gave me when I was there. You put it in a sock? No, she just gave me a bar of soap and she's like, here's one of my goat milk bars of soap and it smelled like this one perfume stuff that I used to use like in my early 20s and I was like it's not good oh I really like the smell of this and so that bar of soap made me like really happy like you when you're like in a really difficult situation you start looking for little things that 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 will help you feel better no I usually double down start listening to like really depressing music and (laughs) well I start looking for little things that will encourage me so it was the bar of soap take walks at nighttime and then my mom had a little dog named Summer that looks like the travel version of Elvis because it's gray and white. It was mm. just really little. Okay. And like the fun size? Yeah. Fun size version? Yeah. And Summer wanted to sleep in my bed with me every night. And that made me really happy. Also, I just... Summer nights, am I right? Yeah. Ah. So then I started watching like girly movies that like Jay West wouldn't want to watch with me. Like ultra girly movies. Yeah. Um, As opposed to the pure flicks that Jay West always wants to watch. <laughs> so yes yes watched girly movies you know what we watched when i got back home though uh ted lasso um i we did finish watching ted lasso squid games which you know what you didn't you know i know for a fact you didn't start psych and you're missing out we did start it again we started psych before i left Oh, and I think we got to episode two again oh. and then we didn't continue it. I'm tempted just to tell you to skip into like three seasons and then like get hooked on it and then go back. Okay. Hold on. So I watched Ted Lasso. There's lots of like Kansas city Easter eggs mm-hmm. on the very, I'm not giving anything away, but on the very last episode, there is definitely a Kansas city Easter egg because Jason Sudeikis who plays Ted Lasso. His mom's name is Kathy Sudeikis, and she's a travel agent here in Kansas City. And Roy, on the very last episode, has paper airline tickets. And his girlfriend was like, paper tickets? And he's like, yeah, I get them from my travel agent, Kathy. She's old school. He totally (laughs) mentioned Kathy Sudeikis 
And the well, last, I mentioned Kathy. Who knows? It, you know. It's Kathy. Um, who, anyway, Kathy? and I talked to Kathy Sudeikis on the phone the other day, like for reals, talk to Kathy. And I have talked to Kathy several times. I use her a lot for stories on traveling. And I did not say one thing to her about Ted Lasso. But the entire time I was thinking, I'm talking to Ted Lasso's mom. She was probably waiting for you to mention. She probably was because she really likes to brag about her son. Like she loves talking about him. So you're kind of robbing her of a blessing. Was that on Possibly purpose? Just it was, to spite her? No, it was because my time was, was very limited that day. And I just needed to get the interview. And I knew if I brought it up, she might talk about it for a long time. Uh-huh. Also, she said she was going to go get her COVID booster shot that day. And I did not want to keep her from getting her booster shot. Gotcha. Yeah. should have mentioned something like uh, you should have asked her if she is old school, if she does only do paper tickets. Well, when I had talked to her, I had not watched the finale yet. Oh, my god! So it was when I watched the. I almost texted her and was like, I heard Roy mention you in the finale. And she probably would have been like, no, what? That was just a convenience. Like what? Just because they mentioned somebody. Named I brought Kathy. it up in my newsroom meeting um, because most of us have watched it and everybody who had watched it already was like, I didn't even catch that. Mm. Yeah. Did you know that there's a reference to me in that in that show? And me. Yeah. Actually, yeah. this podcast. Um, they don't mention us specifically, but they mention somebody with our names. So it's kind of <laughs> obvious who they're referencing. Yeah, and I Nate mean, is a total jerk. There's no other Nathan or Rebecca in Rebecca's Kansas. pretty spectacular. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jonathan Weir. They mentioned the 11 on the show multiple times in the first season. Did they really? I never mm-hmm. caught caught one. They I didn't do. catch a single reference they to do. Jonathan Weir. I think you're making that up. Nope. It's on there. Okay. So here's the other series I started. Some of the 11 are, are uh, listeners of us as well. And so they're kind of referencing Vent Lab listeners. Indirectly, yes. Yeah. I mean, so. They grabbed our names, so I think that's a pretty big deal mm-hmm. already. But I mean, honestly, we have more references in that series than Jonathan does. Yeah, if you think and about Ted it. Lasso is basically J. Wes. I think it was J. Wes is yeah. basically Ted Lasso. I mean, and if you really think about it this way, like the soccer team, the soccer club is kind of like a reference to our podcast. So really, the whole show is kind of about us. If you think about it. Um, this might get a little too deep, so I'm going to stop, but just saying, okay, you know, so watch through it again and think, wow, no, that makes sense. This is just a, a TV series about the Vent Lab podcast. Okay, I'm about to talk about the other series, but if any more of you who are watching live and in the chat had questions about me being gone that you wanted me to answer, post them in the chat so I can make sure that I answer your questions before we leave. But, um, so the other series that we started watching. How was your ride back? Is, um, my mom and dad rode with me. I drove their car. Oh. And my mom and dad rode. And so that way my mom only had to drive back. Which is scary on its own. I'm surprised she was able to make that. She was much stronger by then. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not full strength, but she was much stronger. She was confident. Atlanta confident. is a scary place. She, we didn't go to Atlanta. We went to, on, on my flight back, I went to a really tiny airport and I believe North or Tennessee, Tennessee. I went mm. to Tennessee. Are you from Tennessee? <sighs> no. Okay. I was just curious. Okay. New series. I started watching squid games because Grace told me when I was in Georgia, Hey, there's this new series called squid games and all the podcasts are talking about it. And I was like, well, the podcasts are talking about it. Yeah. I don't know I about that. I should probably be in the know about this. Who, what podcast do your kids listen to? Because that's not the first time I've heard my kid told me that all the podcasts are doing this. I don't know. I don't know. So we start watching squid games, which is Korean film or not film, but series mm-hmm. um, based off of like children's games. But like, if you lose, you die. So like 400 and something, 56 people or something like that are playing these squid games and they all have large amounts of debt. And if they're playing these simple games and if they lose, they die. But if they win, they win like $35 million. But only one person can win. Yeah, that's not really worth life or death, I don't think. You can get $35 million pretty easily. So. Okay. Is that U.S. dollars or Korean dollars? 
Uh, that's the U.S. I mean, they say it in Korean dollars, and I don't remember what the amount was, but I looked it up, and it's about $35 million. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, Pepperoni says, this is the second podcast I've heard mention Squid Games today. Today. Oh, okay. Well, so maybe all the podcasts, podcasts are, are, mentioning are mentioning it. So I have a Kansas City connection here. Okay. Um, Squid Games, very violent. Lots, Kathy Sudeikis? No. Oh. Lots of blood in Squid Games. There's two episodes that have some pretty bad scenes in them. Is there a lot if of you're ink? looking for family friendly. Are you sure it's blood and not um, ink? This is not family friendly. Are you sure it's blood and not ink? Because it's Squid Games. So we've been talking about Squid Games a lot around our house, and my daughter's boyfriend mentions, oh, there's a Kansas City Squid Games. And I was like, what? So I did some searching, and I found it. I reached out to the guy to do an interview yesterday, mm -hmm. and he was like more than happy to do the interview. So there is a Squid Games happening here in Kansas City. It's happening in January. This is super exciting. I think that we should definitely do it. But instead of Korean games, they're doing like American children games. So like Red Rover, Red Light, Green Light, uh, Freeze Tag, stuff like that. So the last man standing does get a cash prize. Um, $35 million? No, but we don't actually know how much because this is, is, this is to raise money for charity. So mm. unlike the actual Squid Games, the Kansas City version does go towards a good cause. There's a But you still die, right? There's a youth center. And or at I least get can't inked. remember what the name of it is right now, but half of the proceeds will go to the youth center. Okay. The other half of the proceeds will go to the last man standing. And if you get eliminated, you don't die. You just get shot with a Nerf gun. But all of the people who are working it will be wearing the full like gear that they wear in Squid Games. And Nathan, I know you haven't seen it yet, so you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. But like... The people who are like working Squid Games are all wearing like red hooded suit, and then they have like a black mask that has like a shape on it, like a triangle or a square or a circle. So like a PlayStation controller. Yep, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, they'll all be dressed in that. So Grace looks well. She doesn't look a whole lot like the Asian girl that's in it. Well, because she's not Asian, her, probably. Right, but her hair is the same, and so. I got her the the sweatsuit or like the tracksuit that they wear in Squid Game so she can be that for Halloween. For Halloween, uh -huh. nice. It's probably going to be a very yeah. popular outfit. It probably is going to be, but it sold out super fast. Like it was selling out while I was ordering it online. Wow, but you got it, huh? I got it. You're on top of it, on top it. of the game? I think. I mean, it hasn't arrived yet, but. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Anyway, I don't know why I liked Squid Game so much. Is it the blood? Well, okay, there was a lot of blood, but like I was telling myself. Like, it's not real. They're not really dying. That's was not it like real blood, but it was a lot of blood. The first scene it's of violent of uh, the the 13th or whatever, the 21st what of the Hunger Games of the first one that Katniss and, and, and PETA is in. See, I don't remember the first specifically scene. the it was violence. It's just kids killing kids, you know, just goofing off. I mean, it's kids killing kids. Yeah, it's it's very violent. It's having a goof and a gaff. It's very violent. And maybe a sword or a. Oh, um, I, I'll be honest, Rebecca, I talked to one of my friends who has seen squid games and they said, it's not really that, it's not really that violent. Like people are saying it's got a lot of blood. It doesn't have a lot well, of blood. you play a lot of video games. So this person doesn't though. You. This person doesn't. I think it was pretty violent. They were like, you're going to be disappointed. Probably like you'll be disappointed in the blood. Like if you go in expecting violence, you're going to be disappointed. But if you just go in not expecting violence, then, then you'll be like, oh, there's violence. Okay. They were around my age though, and we kind of grew up in a with a lot atmosphere. of gore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay West isn't like a, a watching violence type of person. Like he's he's very anti violence. Oh really? And so I had to be very cautious, like watching it with them. Like I was like, do we need to leave the light on? Are you okay watching another one? Do we need to like watch Seinfeld, an episode of Seinfeld, before we go to sleep? Because I didn't want him to have bad dreams. Mm. Um, Webb says, what did Nathan do while Rebecca was away? Uh, Great question. That is a good question. I'll let you know. I did absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. I played a lot of games. I've been streaming on Twitch uh, at home. That's been fun. But uh, other than that, nothing at all. Been eating a lot of rice and beans. 
uh, got tortillas and I made breakfast tacos. Wow. Yep. And by breakfast tacos, I mean rice and beans and scrambled eggs and hot sauce. A lot of hot sauce in my life right now. It's an easy spice. <laughs> um, you know, that's pretty much it. So next question. Okay. I will let you know that um, Jay Wes this morning, his dad had a medical emergency. Mm-hmm. So Jay Wes had to quickly leave and head to Omaha to be with his parents. And so... Yeah, that is going on right now. So the drama in my life is not over. Yeah, you guys got a tough, like, past few weeks. <sighs> yeah. Like, when I went to go text you to let you know what had happened with his dad, which his dad is in the hospital right now, um, I was like, I, I, like, I didn't want to text you and tell you. Like, because there's a certain point where, like, when so many things are, like, going wrong, where I'm like, I just don't want to be a burden on anybody. Yeah. And I just, like, I don't want to tell you, like, hey, there's more stuff going on because you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Uh, How high maintenance is this friend? All your parents are ancient and they're all, like, sick all the time. Whatever. No, I'm not. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. (laughs) I'm not. I don't don't know if I'll ever be like, Rebecca, can you stop telling me about all the bad (laughs) things happening in your life right now? What's up, Richard? Hi, Richard. You are just in time for the last four minutes of the podcast. Yeah. So Jay West has not chimed in at all today because he won't be chiming in because he's not here and probably won't be here for a little yeah. while. Where is the mom? Oh, yeah. You got moms? <laughs> well, we have uh, five, four minutes. We have four minutes. Um, went to a fun farm in Kearney this weekend. It's a good one. And I know that this is very white girl of me and I'm just totally embracing it. Mm-hmm. I love moms. And I specifically love really big moms. <laughs> and I cannot lie. Like, I love moms. I think that's a common thing these days. And I I know that the Fun Farm has big moms because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we would do events for the radio Round, station, luscious moms. that is where we went for our moms. Yeah. And um, so my family went on Saturday after my, my second lab test came back negative. We did confirm that I didn't have COVID. Guys, I walked away from that whole situation, immersed in COVID and was able to walk out without COVID. Moderna, it did me good. Moderna. Yeah. Um, so anyway, got the moms and um, really excited. Like one of my neighbors texted me to let me know how amazing my moms were. Is that a thing? I don't, I was so thankful. I was like, I was so proud of them. And then I bought some for the church too. Wow. And like I went at night and put them in. So nobody like saw that I was the mom deliverer. And now our church has some really big moms. Nice. Big church moms. Gotta love them. (laughs) Gotta love them. Yeah. I like moms. They're like huge, like overflowing over. Like you can't even see the bucket that they're in. Wow. So kind of like a muffin top mom? Yes. Ooh, I don't know about that. Like we had to get like uh, wheelbarrows to carry them. Mums with muffin tops. I just don't. <laughs> don't know about that one. So the fun farm in Carney is amazing. Don't know about that one. Like it's really, really good. If you're looking for a pumpkin patch to go to, not a sponsor. Um, it is fantastic. Never been there when I wasn't working. It was the first time I had gone there not working. I've painted a unusual amount of pumpkins there, though. That is true. All of which I got paid to paint, so, you know, it's not a big deal. Hashtag also, we're getting radio. closer to making a, a new announcement of um, something that the podcast is going to be mm-hmm. doing. And like, evolution, if yes, you will. Yes, like within weeks, we're really close to being able to, to talk about it. Yeah. Really, really close. So close. So close. So stay tuned for that. Webb, we missed you as well. Richard, Laura, Ben. We missed all of you. Missed you guys. And we will be back on Friday. Oh, it's been so long since we've done a Friday live stream. And we have it planned this time because it was supposed to happen before we left. This podcast, this this (laughs) Friday live stream has been planned for like three weeks. Which is pretty amazing for us. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so expect that this Friday. Uh, it's going to be very white girl. Was that really boring that I just talked about my, my 
little jaunt to Georgia the entire time. The jaunt to Georgia. Nice <laughs> title, man. And that is what we're calling the podcast. The jaunt to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't think it was boring. I didn't think it was boring. We'll see, I guess. You know, the numbers will tell us. Mm-hmm. Or they won't. Or they won't. They won't Let's be honest. They just quit. Like We've been doing this podcast for seconds. like two and a half years, I think, and don't really understand the numbers. Uh, ben, not too boring. We were all curious. Not too not boring. Too boring. I mean, that's, a little boring, but not too boring. That's what we strive for here on the Law Podcast. I know, but more details on Let's Be Honest. Yep. And so we will talk to you then, and we will talk to you on Friday. But until then, my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>